stories right away. The 550 KTSA yeah. Morning News with Trey Ware. Uh-huh. Now on FM 1071. Oh. Elaine, stop tickling Trey. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> Making him crazy. You know he's ticklish. It's not Elaine, man. It's not being oh, tickled. Okay. <laughs> I'm laughing about California. Oh, the gun thing. <laughs> Don't charge your electric vehicle. <laughs> oh, the electric. Oh, that too. Yeah. Don't charge your electric vehicle. What were you talking about? Gun show. Uh, there's a, a gun laws in California. Oh, well, they got new ones up in New York, too, I'm going to talk yeah. about. But. Well, the ones in California aren't going to happen. <laughs> missed, missed by one vote. Oh, God. And now they're saying don't charge your electric vehicle. Don't charge your electric vehicle. This is so This is so rich, man. This is the funniest thing I've heard, in, obviously, that I've heard in a long time. Yeah, you were gut-busting over there. Well, it's just hilarious. Uh, you know, California last week got rid of gas cars. Well, they're going to by 2035, right? So the right. uh, percentages grow over time. So they're starting right now, and then the percentages grow till they get to 100% of no gasoline cars in 2035. By the way, we don't have any electricity, so don't charge your electric vehicle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Came from the governor yesterday out there at Newsom. So this is Biden and Newsom's America. This is a preview of our country that's coming to us. How many times do you have to hear me say that with these fools and idiots in office that are doing this to us, by, by the way, they're the real fascists, right? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> they're the ones who are reshaping the country and forcing all of this on you, right? They're forcing it on you. How are you going to eat? You can't get tomatoes now. Did you know that? We're out of tomatoes. So forget about ketchup and forget about pasta sauce. We're out of tomatoes. Why? Fuel costs went through the roof and also fertilizer costs because they are restricting what kinds of fertilizer you can use in California to grow tomatoes. And that's where all the tomatoes come from. So, I mean, this is such a cluster. The, the, the cluster country. We are a country in decline, and it's by their making, by Joe Biden and the Democrats' making. And here we sit. So California will suffer an energy shortage and flex alerts throughout Labor Day weekend. Residents are now asked to conserve electricity. Refrain from charging your electric vehicle. This is all in the Sacramento Bee. The California Independent System Operator, kind of like our ERCOT, manages a state power grid, says prepare for blackouts. That's right. Not just rolling brownouts where you're going to be without power for a little while. No, power is going to go off this weekend. Why? Well, because those nasty old fossil fuels, those nuclear power plants, and all that kind of stuff that they hate out in California. You see, the only thing they really love in California (laughs) are those windmills that don't work half the time and, of course, solar panels that don't work half the time. So this is the direction that the radical Democrats have taken our country. And look, California's leading the way. Okay, you can see exactly the future of the United States where they are telling people, do not use your appliances in your home. Keep your thermostat above 78 degrees at all times. By the way, the temperature outside California is 10 to 18 degrees higher this weekend. So keep uh, keep your <laughs> keep your thermostat. They would prefer 85 to 90, but 75, 78 and above. And uh, do not charge your electric vehicle. So there you go. 
That's what had me busting out laughing this morning. Oh, the other thing that had me busting out laughing was Lori Lightfoot calling the people that we are now delivering to her back door, front door in uh, Chicago, these illegal immigrants that came across the southern border. In another stroke of genius, here we go. Greg Abbott is now sending busloads up to Chicago. They got there last night, 7.30 p.m. Hey there, you want to ride on my bus? There were an estimated 80 to 100 people on the buses, and that includes now New York City and Washington, D.C., and now Chicago. And Mayor Lightfoot says, this is so racist. I can't believe how racist this is. Well, I told you 10 years ago, when everything is racist, nothing will be racist, and this is just stupid. How's it racist, Lori? No, seriously, Madam Mayor. Madam? Is that what you are? Anyway, whatever you are, they... They mayor. So what? what is it? Uh, what's racist about you have said over and over again, just as the dude up in New York, just as the other woman down in, uh, in D.C. have said, you guys are sanctuary cities. Bring me your tired, your hungry, your poo, except for when it actually happens. When it actually happens, you can't put up with it, can you? And this is what we have been putting up with in, in South Texas now for years and it stopped during the uh, Trump years, and it's back in full force, and even more so because Joe Biden has completely, completely and 100% gotten rid of the border. There is no more border. To right here in San Antonio, four illegal immigrants held against their will in a hotel room over on South Presser Street broke away from the people who were holding those illegal immigrants. Remember the stories that we have told you. You pay a lot of money to get here, and then when you get here, you find out from the cartels, you didn't pay us enough, so now you have to serve us. You have to do what we tell you to do. These guys being held at a hotel on the south uh, side, and they broke away, and then these guys that were holding them got in a pickup truck and ran them over. Two of them ended up injured. 500 migrants in three large groups apprehended near the border in Texas, illegally crossing the border into, into, of Mexico into Texas, 500. That's nothing. I mean, we're, we're talking about thousands upon thousands, but 500 did, at one time. They all showed up at one time in a big, huge bum rush of our border. Putting Trump on the midterm ballot, that is a core piece of the Democrats' 2022 strategy. Anything to keep you and to keep everybody else in this country from thinking about what an absolute failure Joe Biden has been as President of the United States and the destruction that he has brought to this country. Like the open border, like inflation, like fuel prices being super high, like crime being all over our streets. All of those issues that are muy importante to those of us here in this country. No, it's, it's, it's Trump and the MAGA Republicans. And those guys are so bad that they're fascists. And you know what we should do to fascists? We should kill fascists. We should use our F-15s and our Hellfire missiles to kill fascists because that's what you do to fascists, like the Nazis. Mm-hmm. So, so basically, the people who are grandchildren, children and grandchildren of those who killed actual Nazis, now those children and grandchildren are, are Nazis here in this country, according to their president. You're a Nazi. And, and we're going to use our F-15s and Hellfire missiles and, and even nukes to blow you up. No, he's he said these things. And yesterday, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre, the absolute dumbest person to ever hold that office. She is a complete and total fool. She's so dumb. 
I can't even compare her to rocks. That would be an insult to a box of rocks. She said yesterday that Joe Biden's going to be talking about the soul of our democracy tonight. And when you're supporting an authoritarian figure, Donald Trump, of course, as we have seen who is leading, currently leading the former president, you know, and um, saying and the and inciting the. Good Lord, it's impossible to even follow her sentences. She's so dumb. <laughs> You're wanting to take our freedoms. You know we need to say something. And there's more examples that we can count, she said. She said that you are a threat to democracy. That half the people in this country are a threat to democracy, to the democracy of the United States. So what do you do when you have fascists who are a threat to democracy? Well, you use F-15s to get them, and Joe Biden said it again, again. He mocked Americans who believe that owning AR-15s and similar rifles provides them a way to defend their liberty. If you want to fight against this country, you're going to have to have a F-15. Now, this is not the first time that he has threatened using F-15s against his own citizens, the citizens of this country, his political enemies. He did it in February 2020 on the campaign trail. He did it again in June of 2021. On 10 February 2020, Biden told gun owners that their AR-15s and AK-47s are no match for the government F-15s. He said, quote, those who say the tree of liberty is watered with the blood of patriots, a great line. Well, guess what? The fact is, you're going to take on the government. You need an F-15 with Hellfire missiles. There's no way an AK-47 is going to take care of you if you're worried about the government knocking on your door. End quote. Then on June 24, 2021, he said, Those who say the blood of liberty, the uh, um, eh, uh, blood of the patriots, you know, and all this stuff about how we're going to have to have a move against the government. Well, the tree of liberty is not watered with the blood of patriots. What's happened is there's never been, if you want to think, if you think you need weapons to take on the government, you need F-15s and nuclear weapons. The point is there's always been the ability to limit, rationally limit the type of weapon that can be owned and who can own it. Those are words right out of your president's mouth. And the new thing is... We got to use those F-15s against those MAGA Republicans, and that's what he's going to talk about tonight: is saving the nation from people who support Donald Trump because that's their midterm plan. They want to run against Donald Trump because, oh my God, we can't let Donald Trump anywhere near the office again. We have to keep him frozen out. We have to, but also, they want to distract you from the real issues that affect all of our lives every day: gas and groceries, gas and groceries gas and groceries is it going to work is it going to work if you support policies that they are against you know if you support freedom if you support free speech and liberty equality and education and parental rights individual freedoms you're a fascist and the only thing that you do to fascists is, of course, you kill them, you lock them up, you got to get them out of society. 
And that's basically where we are today in this country and how they're going to frame this tonight when Joe Biden, nothing more than a marionette, of course, will walk out. Somebody's pulling the strings. I believe it's Barack Obama pulling the strings and Susan Rice writing the speeches. And he'll go out tonight, and he's going to cast half of the country as fascists, murderers, those who hate this country. So, will it work? 210-599-5555. How much is his debt uh, cancellation, that transference of debt from those who made the deals? Uh, how much is that going to cost every American? I've got new numbers for you this morning from the National Taxpayers Union Foundation. I'll get those to you coming up. Trey Ware, KTSA. Um. All right, 524, Trey Ware, KTSA. Right over there is Don, there's Jimmy, and Elaine right there. And the phones are always open at 210-599-5555. Yes, the Mar-a-Lago dock pick that I was talking about yesterday was a setup. Even the New York Times admits that the FBI took all those you know, top-secret documents and all that, spread them all over the floor, and took pictures of them so that last night they could go. All these guys went on their television shows on MSNBC, on CNN, and the other channels, the Hate Trump channels, and they were holding up the picture going, there's your crime. He needs to be in prison the rest of his life. There's your crime. When he didn't put the documents there but that doesn't matter the truth remember when you're living the the term orwellian is really overused because everything is orwellian so that's why it's overused everything is orwellian so the truth is not the truth and the untruth is the truth it's all completely backwards the truth doesn't matter anymore it's what they say coming out of the box over in the corner and the box in the corner last night was screaming to americans look at what trump did look at these documents spread all over the floor when in fact the fbi spread those documents all over the floor to take pictures of it in order to leak out to the media to do exactly what the media did last night with those pictures And part two to this is, yes, they are going to indict Trump on obstruction, probably right after the midterms. If they they realize if they do it before the midterms, boy, everybody's just going to go to the polls and it's going to be a slaughterhouse against against the Democrats. But probably right after the midterms, they're going to indict him for obstruction because if they do obstruction, if they uh, if they indict him on that, then what's in the documents doesn't matter. It's the, the law is he was withholding those documents, and he was not being cooperative. This is the case that they have set up so far. He was not being cooperative and getting those documents back to the government, and since he was not being cooperative, he was being an obstructionist. It doesn't matter what's in those documents. They could be as benign as my white shirt is that I'm wearing today, and it, it doesn't matter. All that matters is he was standing in the way of those documents getting back there. Joe Biden's debt transfer of student loans from people who promised to pay those loans back onto the backs of hardworking Americans such as you and me, according to the National Taxpayers Union, will cost all of us, each of us, individually, a minimum of $2,500 when accounting for the government Uh, spending cuts, which there will not be any, government does not cut spending, and higher interest rates and future tax hikes. Now, what the White House is saying is that they are paying for this out of the reduction in deficit spending. Okay, (laughs) that is so fake, it's not even funny. 
the deficit spending went down a little bit, not because Joe Biden or this White House cut spending at all. No, they increased spending, remember? They just spent another trillion dollars in one month alone, in August alone. No, 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 no. All that money we were having to spend during COVID because people were out of work and the federal government was just sending, helicoptering money to people and to businesses and PPP loans and everything, all the money they were spending on uh, Pfizer and Moderna and all that stuff that the government was spending. Well, since the pandemic is now gone, all that spending has gone as well. It's dried up as well. That's your deficit reduction. Okay. So it's it's like saying next month when the temperatures are cooling are cooler and you're not sending as much to CPS, boy, did I cut spending in the house, huh? No, you didn't. You didn't cut spending. The threat of high temperatures went away, and you're not spending as much on the AC for the home and your utilities. Well, that's exactly what happened here, and they're claiming that they cut spending. They didn't cut a dime. They added spending. They added fuel to the fire. And now... This debt transfer is going to go to you at the cost of about $2,500 per taxpayer on your back, 2500 bucks more that you're going to have to pay in taxes to pay for this debt transfer of Joe Biden. All right, quick break, 210-599-5555. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Hey. Lane. Elaine, will you make a run to the Magnolia Pancake House? Oh, my goodness. Oh, that sounded so good. Pancakes, waffles. Yes, I do like pecans on my waffles and a whole lot of syrup. I like it to be covered, swimming, and syrup and butter. Mm-hmm. Well, good morning. It's 537, Trey Ware, KTSA. Right over there is Jimmy. There's Don. Right over here is Elaine. And you on the phone if you want to join us at 210-599-5555. Nutty New York. Nutty New York has some new gun laws going into effect today requiring applicants for a concealed carry permit to provide a list of social media accounts. That's right. Your social media accounts for the past three years so that we can look and see who you is and what you've been doing online. We're going to browse to check on your character. What is your character like? What kind of pictures have you been putting up? They're also creating areas where guns are banned, such as subways, where a lot of people travel to go from A to B. So if you ban them on the subways, you're just banning them all together, pretty much. Schools, yeah, uh-huh. Private businesses. Joe Blow, you own a bodego, you can't have it in a bodego. Even though somebody can walk in and knife you, you can't have a gun in your own business because they're banned from private businesses. And Times Square. <laughs> this is a place where you can have a concealed carry permit. You can't get one of those permits. It's an impossibility to get one in New York. Nutty, New York. 16 hours of training, two hours of live fire training. Doesn't say whether they're shooting at you or not. But anyway, 16 hours of training, two hours of live fire training. Look, you know what all this is? Everything between checking your social media account, which they can find any reason at all on your social media to ban you from having a gun, to banning them in subways and schools and private businesses in Times Square, 16 hours of training and two hours of live fire. All this is a violation of the Constitution of the United States and the Second Amendment. Second Amendment says shall not be infringed. And all New York is doing is infringing on the rights of their people to have guns, uh, and they're doing it at every turn. Uh, Nutty New York, it's just like California. 
I'm curious what you think about the order from California yesterday. Do not charge your electric vehicle. Now, California is leading the way in the country getting rid of electric vehicles in Washington State and Virginia and several other states said they're doing the exact same thing. No more gas-powered vehicles. It'll all be electric vehicles, but you won't be able to charge them because we do not have the power infrastructure, says California. (laughs) No. You know, they tell us here, we just went through a super hot summer where they told us in Texas, ERCOT did, hey, turn your thermostat up a little bit if you don't mind and you know, don't be washing clothes and all that kind of stuff this afternoon because we're kind of uh, teetering on not having enough power. You know, I talk about how they're turning our country into a third world country. They're importing all the third world people from the third world countries to live here, while at the same time they're taking away everything that made the United States of America great. All the innovation. All of the great stuff that we had, there, even down to where they've changed the fertilizer, because, you know, cow fertilizer, using that stuff, man, it's really bad. That's methane. It's bad for the air. So they're taking away fertilizer, so we can't grow crops anymore. In fact, California announced yesterday we've got a tomato shortage. So, you know, ketchup and pasta and all those things, almost everything that we cook with these days involves tomatoes. Well, guess what? You're not going to have any tomatoes soon. And, you know, this this is where they're leading us straight into major food shortages, major uh, power shortages, power outages. California, I'm not making this up, guys. Check it out. California this weekend, right now, in fact, and throughout the entire Labor Day weekend, do not charge your electric vehicle. We don't have enough electricity for you to charge your electric vehicle. Turn your thermostat up above 78. We prefer you be between 85 and 90 in your home and do not use any appliances in your home. Now, California is is the model that Joe Biden and the Democrats are using for the Green New Steel for the entire country. Is that how you want to live? Kareem Jean-Pierre slamming Ron DeSantis yesterday. You know, they're scared spitless about him. They know that he's my president. And the boy gets in in 2024, he's going to be good. And they know it. And they don't want to run against him. But she uh, yesterday tossed him in with the mean and evil MAGA Republicans, those fascist Nazis that need to be blown up with F-15 jets, according to President uh, Biden. He's going to tell you that tonight. We'll get into that after the break. But yesterday, Corinne Jean-Pierre, the dumbest person to ever serve as spokesperson in the White House. She just super dumb. She got a shirt when she walks away from you. says super dumb on the back of the shirt. She got a football jersey that says super dumb. She said, just last week, you had Governor Ron DeSantis suggested that Dr. Fauci should be physically assaulted. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, you don't even know what a joke is or satire is, do you? And she said, it's a dangerous trend of Republicans advocating violence. Advocating violence. Now, that is a recurring theme in her press conferences, her press briefings, that Republicans are advocating violence in America, being headed up by Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis, people like that. And that Republicans are fascists, just like the Nazis in, the, in Germany back in the 1930s, and should be dealt with the exact same way. And that's why you have a president of the United States saying, you're not going to be able to defend your liberty. You're not going to be able to defend your freedom. You just have a, just a little old measly gun. 
we have F-35s and nukes, or F-15s and nukes that we'll use against you. He said that, not me. He's saying it. He's saying it out right now. And I've been telling you about how they're, how they're building that case and working toward being able to actually commit acts of violence against citizens of the United States, knocking on doors and dragging them out and locking them up. This is what they did in the 1930s in Germany, folks. It's exactly what they did. They demonized a certain segment of the population, and they ended up, what, in concentration camps and dead. But this is exactly what happened. We're, we're watching it happen here in the United States of America. I'm not kidding you. No. No no joke. No joke. Now what Joe says? No joke. No lie. Not hyperbole. Quick break, and we'll tell you more about it, because tonight the president is going to give a speech in which he's going to say many of these things. Back in a second, Trey Ware, KTSA. Well, Joe's going to talk to us tonight. Major speech is what they're saying. Saving the soul of America from these mean old nasty fascist Republicans who just deserve nothing more than a Hellfire missile fired from an F-15. According to Joe. Now, if you're Joe Biden, you've spent your entire life in politics, right? You've ascended to the highest office in the land, but you've achieved basically nothing in your life. Nothing. And, you know, as political careers do, yours is ending, and it's ending in bitterness and failure. And he has sacrificed his entire life to personal ambition. That's all. That's all he's done. Of his two surviving children, one is a drug addict. The other, his only living daughter, Ashley, has been arrested repeatedly, has wound up in rehab, and she blames her sexual compulsions on the fact that Joe took showers with her when she was a child. Mm-hmm. That's why they went, stormed into Project Veritas to get that uh, that uh, diary. In the final days of his, uh, you know, 79th year, it'll be 80 soon, Joe's not asking questions about the fate of his soul. He's going to tell you about the fate of yours, and yours is terrible because you're one of those fascist Republicans. He's a partisan. So he's going to use this time to push the partisan agenda. And he has lost all sense of proportion and restraint. Now he's just a bully. His fine motor skills are gone. And so instead of trying to persuade, he bludgeons. And that's what he's going to do tonight. He's an American president who is comparing tens of millions of his own people in the United States of America to the moral monsters that we shot and bombed and then hung from the gallows in World War II. And now the children and grandchildren of Americans who died fighting the Nazis are now themselves Nazis, says Joe Biden. Because why? Because they vote Republican. That's why. Quote from him, the MAGA Republicans are destroying America, end quote. Well, so what do you do to people who are Nazis, who are fascists, who are destroying your country? You destroy them, right? He says they're destroying democracy. Of course, this is coming from the same politician who had the FBI raid the home of the man who's going to run against him in the very next election. They're destroying democracy by voting for the wrong people. They're attempting self-government, and that's an attack on democracy, according to him. And Republicans are Nazis. He said so. What's the next question? We'll move on from here, right? So now that he's established his political opponents as fascists, he's about describing what they do, but surely he knew what they do. Not, you know, Nazis murder people, and he said so. 
He said they went on January 6th, mobs of thousands of people storming the hallways of Parliament, breaking down the doors and killing several police officers along the way. Really, Joe, how many police officers were killed on January 6th, and what are their names? You can't provide that, Joe, because there were none. None were killed on January 6th. The only person killed on January 6th was a Trump voter named Ashley Babbitt, posed no physical threat to anyone at all. And that killing was never investigated because, you know, she's a Nazi. And if you're a Nazi, well, you you don't worry about them, right? There was a time not so long ago when Democratic leaders told us that uh, beat cops were Nazis. Remember that time? That they were the Nazis out there. His own vice president raised bail money for a guy who got out and then capped another guy three weeks later. We had those ambush-style attacks that increased in 2021. They're up again this year, up 50% so far in 2022. So this isn't arriving out of the blue. They have been building toward this moment for a very long time. Last year, the Biden administration decided to have thousands of law-abiding Republicans fired from their jobs and their lives destroyed. Why? Well, because they, they mandated an experimental vaccine that didn't actually work, a drug that the U.K. government right now is admitting it's dangerous and shouldn't be used on women who are pregnant or are breastfeeding. But because you stood up and said, no, I'm not going to take that, they just decided to destroy your life. And the other one was wear a mask or you're dangerous, right? Take the shot or you're a criminal. Vote for Joe Biden or you're a Nazi. You hear what they're doing? You hear what they're doing? A year ago, stop the shouting, lower the temperature, unite our nation, he said when he took the oath of office. That was last year, but not anymore. Now the gloves are off. But I'm here to remind you that Congress and the presidency is held by Democrats. The approval rating for this president and his administration is trash. Why? Because of what they've done. They've trashed our country. They are living trash who has trashed our country. They've opened up the borders. They've brought drugs and crime and criminals and terrorists into our country through open borders. They have increased, intentionally increased the price of gasoline and fuel everywhere so that the price of everything goes up and the price of everything has indeed gone up. They have released criminals back out on the streets to do what criminals do, and that is create crime and chaos in the streets. They did this. The Democrats did. And the Democrats now want to blame Republicans, and that's what the president is going to do tonight. He's going to blame you. During the pandemic, Democrats closed schools and churches. They limited the rights of citizens to peacefully assemble and petition their government for a redress of grievances. They conspired with social media and media companies to suppress and censor reporting that they believed would paint their presidential nominee in a poor light. And it was the Democrats that attempted to pass pro-abortion legislation that was so evil it permitted abortion for all nine months of pregnancy. Democrats are the party that seeks to remake the economy, the culture, and the society from the top down, the trans lie that they push. And then when parents stand up when a so-called trans boy rapes a girl in the bathroom and parents show up and they stand up, the parents are white supremacists and domestic terrorists. That's what we were told. They want to reconstruct our food supplies. They are reducing our fertilizers. So Farmers cannot produce enough food for those of us in this country. They're doing that. The Democrats are doing that. Joe Biden's doing that. And they call their political opponents fascists. They call conservatives who've taken up the mantle of free speech and liberty and equality and education and parental rights and self-government, individual freedom. You're the fascists if you believe that. 
And for Biden and his Democrats, there's no right of Americans to live by their own design. No. Not going along with the Democrats on pro-abortion, pro-groomer, pro-corporation, pro-authoritarian, pro-censorship. That's fascist. But the real fascists are the ones in the White House. The real fascists are the ones in Congress that wear the Democrat label. They're the ones who shut down our businesses, our schools, our churches. They're the ones who belittled our concerns for our elderly parents and grandparents. Now they want more strength so they can oppress us even more. And you're going to hear a lot about that tonight from the commander-in-chief where he is going to absolutely criminalize and to base one particular segment of the United States of America, citizens of this country, half the country, for one reason and one reason only. They didn't support him. They don't support the Democrat agenda. And if you don't, get ready for the knock on your door. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Uh Now on FM 1071. Oh, we're one day closer. Welcome to Friday Eve, you all. Have a blessed day today. It's uh, almost Friday. The long weekend is almost here. You know, in fact, this is going to be a Friday for a lot of people, right? Because Monday's a day off, and so today is going to be it for a lot of people because they want a four-day weekend. Step of three, you take Friday off, now you got a four-day weekend. So if that's your plan, enjoy yourself if you're going to be working on through. Well, hang in there. It's all going to be good. 607 now, KTSA, 210-599-5555. What? No ketchup. What? No pa- pasta, pasta sauce, and no salsa. Well, all right. First of all, I guess they, yeah, they they use tomatoes and salsa. Yes, yes, absolutely. In fact, I eat a can of Rotel tomatoes every day. I go home, grind them up, put them in a bowl, and I eat them with chips. Rotel tomatoes every oh, okay. day. I was going to say you just eat them right out of the can, or do you no. use them to enhance something else? No, no. I, well, I do eat them right out of the can, but I you know stir them up. I, Grind them up. And, but then uh, you have chips. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I'm healthy and not. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're corn. They're tortilla chips, so they're right. healthy. They're I, fine. I, 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 I am no dietitian. Yeah. I, I am not the picture of health. Don't you want to look like me someday? Well, I would. You know, I would love to have okay. that head of hair. I can tell you that. <laughs> yes. But, but I, I can't help but think that perhaps. You're defeating your own purpose. No, you think I am? I think so. You think I'm going back and forth? Push me, pull me? Yeah. I'm the llama that goes both ways? I think that if you're trying to, you know, live a healthier existence (laughs) by eating tomatoes, which are good for you. So get rid of the tomatoes and just eat the tortilla chips. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. Oh, I thought that's what you meant. Mr. Ice Cream Man. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's that's (laughs) once a week if I can catch him. (laughs) If you can catch him. Is that getting harder? Uh, no, actually, because uh, <laughs> you have him on the app. This went so you have this, him trained. I, this went on so long that he actually pulls up in front of my oh, house. Oh, that's now. great! I love you know, that. If he sees my vehicle in in the front yard, uh-huh. but I, I'll, it'll, he'll be confused this week because I have a new one. Yeah. But if he sees my vehicle, he'll stop. Yeah. And and wait for me to come out. I love so, that. Yeah. I yes, I do two spoons of peanut butter when I get home mm-hmm. and a can of Rotel all ground up with chips. Yes, sir. I do that every day, man. Yeah, that's, that's my a, that's, that's my lycopene, so everything's working good. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's a messed up diet. <laughs> that's just a snack. Then I eat a healthy meal, man. I had chicken yesterday for lunch. Well, see, that's good. That's what well, I do. Th- well, I, did you deep fry it or did you? No, oh, okay. no, no, no. It was in a pan. Just kind of seared it in the pan. Nancy flipped it over once and then put it on the plate and said, eat this. I did. Yeah. 
Because pretty much anything she puts there, I'll eat. Yeah. Eat this, okay, you long got as, it. As long as you don't have to cook it, that's fine, right? You know what? I have been doing so much more of that in the past several years, much more than I ever did. Now, I'm always now, what been brought a that on, though? I have, well, I've got a very good friend that he is the cook. I mean, right. I mean the cook on the planet. John Sadie is the cook. And so he really inspired me to start doing a lot of that. Now, I've always been a barbecue guy, go outside, stand around a barbecue. I've always been that guy. Right. But now I I, I kind of like experiment with all kinds of different stuff now. Man, I like to throw this together. In fact, I made, for the first time, for the first time, I made migas for Nancy the other day. I never made her migas before. I don't like it. It's not my thing, you know. Not how, really. Too, too many healthy things in there. Like how did the, it come out? Onions and stuff. It was fantastic. I did good. And I didn't even, like, you know, look on a... I did not look for a recipe, and I did not follow, like, put a cup of this and a little bit of the dash Atta of boy. I just started throwing stuff on in the skillet, man. Yeah, but that's what food's the best, though. Well, and that's what she said. She loved it. And But you know what happens? I used two eggs, but the thing came out to be a pile of food that big. And now you have to do it again because you did so well. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I did. It's like years ago I started to make her Bloody Marys, and then the next thing you know, the Bloody Mary's a meal, right? Because right. it's got everything in it. Yeah. Fried okra in there and... I don't know, pickles and everything I could yeah. find, just it's, toss it in there. It's like chunky soup with fun stuff mixed in. Yes, exactly right. I even put the alphabet in there so you can... <laughs> just a handful of alphabet cereal, just for a little texture. Right, right. So we're running we're running out of tomatoes. Oh, man. And, and, and this is political because, uh, first of all, a couple of trucks loaded with tomatoes crashed this week. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands of tomatoes on the highway. All right, so that's the first thing. That's pretty interesting. That goes along with these food processing plants burning down. And then in Indiana this week, you had the the oil processing place, the refinery burned. Yeah. So we got some weird crap going on with all that. And now you've got the fuel and food fertilizer costs being so high, the guys in California can't make enough tomatoes anymore because it costs too much money. So we're going to run out of ketchup and salsa and pasta sauce. And Mark, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead. Hey, Trey, just want to thank you yesterday for that interview with the city council person. And, and just it shows... This is a city problem. I mean, the idea that, you know, the idea that this is not a city problem with these illegal immigrants hanging out in neighborhoods, I'm just, I I get so angered when I hear that by city council people who are supposed to be representing their population. Then the guy saying, well, then the gentleman saying, no, I haven't seen it. It's like, See no evil, hear no evil. That's it. I don't see anything. I don't know anything. That's it. Nothing's happening. That you got it. Uh, first of all, Mark, thank you for the call. I appreciate it very much. The, he, what's Mark talking about yesterday at six twenty? We had Councilman Bravo on to talk again about the illegal immigrant uh, resource center over on San Pedro because of all the complaints that I have been receiving from you guys, from cops, from fire, and all this stuff about what's been going on at the at the resource center over on San Pedro. So I went. I went and took a look. Elaine was there just day before yesterday. So we had Mario Bravo on, who's a city councilman for that district. He said, I don't know. I, I, I don't see what you're talking about. I don't see the people congregating there. I don't see the panhandling. I don't see the trash. When I go by there, it looks perfectly normal. Well, that's not true. Either you're not going by there or you're lying to me, one or the other. But it's not true that you can't, you cannot not go by there and not see what's been going on. And Mark is absolutely right. The, the uh, councilman told me yesterday that this is not a city problem. This is a federal problem. That The border is a federal problem. No, they've made it a city problem. 
and and Ron Nirenberg is one that's made it a city problem as well by saying, yeah, we'll be the distribution center. We'll be the distribution center in San Antonio. So this is where they all come, and they hang out, and many of them stay right here in San Antonio. They're housing about... Let's see, what is this? Uh, carry the one. Somewhere around 1500 a night they are housing here in San Antonio. And they're staying. Why do you think TxDOT had to go underneath the bridge the other day and clear them all out and then put a fence up underneath the bridge so they couldn't get back in there? Because they're staying here. Uh, they're impl- wouldn't you if, you know, if you came here from S-hole country, you know you would stay here. Hey, Rick, go right ahead. You're on KTSA. Hey, Trey. Uh, great hearing from you every morning. This is a great show. Hey, I uh, just want to say that we ought to pull a habit and send those uh, busloads of immigrants to uh, <laughs> Nuremberg's, Nuremberg's neighborhood. <laughs> well, I like that idea. That? <laughs> <laughs> I do. That's a good idea, Rick. You know, and appreciate the call. Send him over and put him on uh, Ron Nuremberg's front lawn and, and let him wander around. Go, let him knock on his front door and ask him and his wife for money. That's the way it ought to work. In fact, Abbott is now sending him to Chicago, and Mayor Lightfoot in Chicago is calling that a racist move. Well, how is that racist, ma'am? How is that racist? I, you said you were a sanctuary city. Bottom line is, bottom line, let's bottom line this right now. Joe Biden has opened the borders. He has welcomed these people in here with open borders. He's welcomed fentanyl. Look, this report that we had yesterday about life expectancy crashing for the first time since the 1970s. Why is that? Why is life expectancy down? Well, look at the numbers. Fentanyl coming across the border. It's killing our people. That's because the border is not controlled. There is no control on the border. And so fentanyl is coming over. People are dying, and they're young people who are dying, being wiped out by China and the cartels working together, killing our young people with fentanyl. Now, that's reality. That's the truth of what's going on. But you also have to know that your own government is involved in all this because they won't do anything about it. So what I say, you know, and I don't know how many times you've heard me say it, but the government is involved in human trafficking and, and drug trafficking, too, because they're not shutting down the border. You have to control that border to control human trafficking. You have to control that border to control the drug trafficking. And they're not doing it. They refuse to. This guy, this guy, old numbnuts in D.C., he won't even come down here and look. He, has, he wants nothing to do with it. It's, it's as if the border doesn't even exist to him. And so, yeah, you got these guys that are being held against their will in a south side motel. They break free, and then the guys who are holding them run them over with a truck. In your own city, here, San Antonio, good old San Guilomas, San Antonio, on the river. These guys are getting run over, being held against their will. Yeah, it's happening right here, in your own backyard, your own place. And it's because Joe Biden will not shut down the border. He will not control the border. It was controlled during the Trump years. He won't control it. Why? Because he's importing third-world folks, turning America into a third-world country. I know it's happy talk on a Thursday, (laughs) right before a long holiday weekend, but it's reality. You come here to hear the truth, right? In fact, a friend of mine, I took a picture sitting out on the courtyard this morning drinking my coffee, and a legendary broadcaster by the name of Lee Woods, he comments on the picture. He said, you're at Truth Central. 
Well, I, that's a good that's a good one, Lee. I really appreciate that. You know, throughout all the years of me following you and listening to your great radio stations that you programmed over the years, it's sure great to hear you say something like that because that's the way I kind of like to look at it around here. All right, back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. The Scott Robbins, stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online yeah. at KTSA.com. Right on. All right, 621 at KTSA. You're going to love this. you just going to love this. And phones are open at 210-599-5555. How many of you got Pfizer in your veins right now? I do. I really kind of regret it. I really kind of regret it because it's 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 not a vax. It doesn't keep you from getting it. It doesn't keep you from spreading it. You're going to get COVID and you're going to spread COVID even if you got this vax. It, it may well now they're t- you know it, it might make you feel a little bit better when you get the COVID. It's going to make you feel a little bit better. Kind of like mama rubbing Vaseline on your chest when you don't feel good. It's going to make you feel a little bit better. But that's all. But I bought my last Pfizer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I, 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 who of us checks the manufacturer when we get a uh, a drug, right? The doctor prescribes something. Hey, I just got to take that. That's what the doctor said. Pfizer has now launched a breakthrough fellowship program. That's what they call it. Includes a scholarship for a graduate degree. Doesn't that sound great? And guaranteed employment. That's pretty awesome, isn't it? So Pfizer is going to get you a fully funded master's degree. You also get a summer internship, two years of guaranteed employment at the high pay after your undergraduate graduation, and a return to Pfizer after your graduate studies and you become a master in whatever. Oh, by the way, in order to apply for this and to get this, this wonderful breakthrough fellowship program, don't be a white guy. White guys need not apply. That's right. Early career colleagues of black, African-American, Latino, Hispanic, and Native American descent. That's directly from their website on Pfizer. White guys need not apply. If you're black, African-American, Latino, Hispanic, or Native American, they will get you a master's degree and guarantee you two years of employment. Now, look, federal law says you can't prohibit, you can't discriminate uh, based on the skin color. They are discriminating based on skin color. They're telling white guys, forget about it, baby. You, you, you can't apply. Don't even waste your time applying. This is not for you. Now, this is following along with this administration. You may think it's unfair to be forced to pay off other people's student loans after you already paid back your own. But, it, but in Biden's world, the White House actually has defend this, defended this debt cancellation because it's a way to close the wealth gap, they say, between races showing that uh, 20 years after starting college, the average black borrower still owes 95% of the loan. The average white borrower owes only 6% of their loan. So we got to close that gap, says the Biden administration. The way to do that is have the white people pay the loans for the black people. It's called reparations. And Pfizer's going right along with it with this new program to get a master's and guaranteed employment, but no white guys. Now, at the other end of life spectrum, older people who are white will find it harder to get an appointment with a doctor who takes Medicare because of what the Biden administration is doing. This is stuff you're not hearing about in the news, and that's why I'm here. They are forcing physicians to categorize their patients by race. 
and demonstrate they have an anti-racism plan to combat health disparities. And to meet that test, black patients will be in demand, white ones not so much. And doctors who insist on treating patients as individuals rather than by race, they're going to be punished with lower payments from Medicare. Most doctors are expected to give, uh, you know, to, to give in and avoid that penalty and, and, and just say, you know, if you're white, you go to the back of the line. Good luck dealing with the cost of buying a home, too. Under this administration, Fannie Mae's new equitable housing finance plan is going to help with appraisals and closing costs, but only if you're black. If you're not, you don't get help with appraisals and closing costs. That's only if you're black. And if you're a white company owner who sells to the federal government, get ready to lose business to a competitor who identifies as underserved, marginalized, disadvantaged, or however else they want to uh, you know, identify. All euphemisms for identity groups. Because the Biden bureaucracy is giving preferences to minorities in federal procurement. Straight white men, get out. You're not, a, you're not invited to participate anymore. You can look all this stuff up. The 2021 Medicare payment rules for physicians printed in the Federal Register, parroting the language used by college professor Ibram X. Kendi in his 2019 book, How to Be an Anti-Racist. This is what they're teaching your kids in class as well. Saying physicians must show a commitment to anti-racism to qualify for merit pay from Medicare. They're told it will require considerable time and resources to prioritize certain populations. Instead of treating all patients the same, Kendi then argues that colorblindness sustains racial inequality. The only remedy for past discrimination is present discrimination. That's a quote. That's not me. That's him. That's what Medicare has undertaken under the Biden administration. Now, a lot of physicians are horrified by this, and they are predicting the rule is going to undermine trust between doctor and patient. Of course it will. So much to the point where Representative Gary Palmer, Republican from Alabama, has introduced a bill banning the rule's reverse discrimination. Eight states are suing to overturn this rule. Critical race theory has no place in the health care profession, says Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt, one of the litigants of the case. Of course it's extremism. It's being forced on Americans by what Biden calls a whole-of-government approach. We were warned, even before the election of 2020, that his administration would trample America's commitment to fairness and equal treatment under the law. In fact, on November 1 of 2020, Kamala Harris tweeted, there's a big difference between equality and equity. Fair warning. Equity is what we're living under right now, not equality, not the opportunity for the same chance. No, that's not what's important. What's important is, if you're a white guy, you don't stand a chance with this administration. And it's absolutely true. You can look it up yourself, and you can check these stats and what they're doing with Medicare and how they're prioritizing it. You can look up the Pfizer story. You can look up the Breakthrough Fellowship Program at Pfizer and see exactly what they are doing. It's illegal as hell. It's against the federal law of discrimination. But who's going to stop them? They have the F-15s. Or so he said. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. One hundred years of what? One hundred years of what? Of you. Of what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty darn close. One hundred years of Truth Central. Uh, it's six thirty-five at KTSA. I love the way Lee put that in the uh, when he commented on my post this morning. I got up in the, I, I don't know, you know, usually I get up at midnight. I got up at like 10.30 last night. Right. How come so early? Had breakfast at 10.30. Yeah. Breakfast. Yeah. And came on in, which was weird because usually when I'm coming in, everybody is still going home, right? Yeah, right. And last night, they were still going strong. 
<laughs> they had just gotten started. The party had just started instead of them at home by the time I came in last night. But I got everything done, and so I went over and I sat in that courtyard and took a picture sipping my uh, pregame meal, which is my double shot of espresso coffee. And, uh, and I put that picture up and lee woods great programmer in san antonio forever do you know lee have you met i, him? You I do not i've not had the pleasure oh he's great he's great and uh he sent a note and said uh, truth central which is what we ought to change the sign out front leave the dog up but take down alpha and just call it truth, truth central. central that's where we yeah. are right here truth right. central yep anyway 100 years of true central there you go i'm loving the fact that california this is so rich man that california is telling people to not charge their electric cars you're you're an electric car owner you yeah, know right and uh did you buy the adapter can you charge yours at home now uh, yes i can okay you have to have an adapter for that right yeah you, you know if you have a 220 you can have the tesla charger put into your house right okay so that's what you did yeah we just had it installed in the garage now do you mind me asking how expensive that is to have that addition done uh, uh, Do you have, know uh, what when they put it in? Yeah, oh, I think it was like six hundred bucks. Six hundred dollars yeah. for that. Okay, right. and well, you know, for me because we had to, you know, in order to put it where we wanted it, they had to run a lot of wire. Mm-hmm. And what have you, so right, yeah, right. So in order to get that, it's it's a little extra deal you have to pay. Yeah, if, know, if to, that's to what you that. want, right. or you can use one of the Tesla chargers that are set up wherever. Right, so. and you're not too far from a couple of them, right? I understand Bucky's is putting yeah, some Bucky's in. Bucky's has yeah, uh, New Braunfels. HEB, they, they've got a bunch. HEB has yeah. had some there for a while. So. Right. Well, in California, and this is just so rich to me this morning, it just makes me laugh because they they are the ones last week said we're going to get a, get rid of gas powered vehicles. And not even a week later, they're telling people who own electric vehicles to not charge them because they don't have enough power. They don't have enough electricity. So turn, turn your AC up to 90. and Don't run any appliances in your home. <laughs> Sit in a dark, hot house. <laughs> Leonard Skinner used to call it the hell house over in Jacksonville. Right. right? No, no AC. Yeah, no, no AC, man. No running water. And basically, that's what you got to sit in in California now. And don't charge your vehicle. Don't go anywhere because you can't because you can't charge your vehicle. So sit home in a hot house. You're like, <laughs> maybe I'll go to the beach to. Oh, oh no, no! I can't charge my damn car. Can't go to the beach, baby. I can't go to the grocery store to buy ribs because it's a long weekend. I'd like to put some ribs on a yeah. grill. No, I can't do that because I can't charge my car. <laughs> I can't go anywhere. Can't do anything. Puts, puts the kibosh on those weekend kebabs, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah. It really does. Yeah. And you got to stay in a hot house all weekend because you yeah. can't can't do anything else. You got to keep keep it hot, and you can't run. You can't wash your underwear, so you got to sit there in dirty underwear. So <laughs> it's like one thing after another. And this Jeez. is their dream. This is their utopia for the country. This is the deal. This is what they want America to be like. And this is the direction they're leading us in. I think it's. Well, it's it's not funny, I guess, but you know, it truly does kind of point out the foolishness yeah, of all of this right. and how our world and what we have as humankind that has been good to us has come from fo- what people typically call fossil fuels, oil and gasoline, we've got our oil and and natural gas that we've gotten out of the ground. That's it. And I'm not opposed to electronic vehicle technology. You know that. I've told you that. Mm -hmm. I have applauded you for for buying one. But you decided to do that. You see? You You weren't mandated to do that. The government did not tell you that you had to do that. You decided. And that's what America's all about. It should be up to the people. And if more people want them than the people who want gas, 
uh, vehicles and diesel vehicles, well, then fine. That's that's the way we work around here. It's called free market. Let the market decide which direction we're going to go. You know, and besides, it's going to take a long, long time for them to design electric vehicles that can do some of the work that's done by gas power. Maybe, can you imagine? I mean, how how many times you have to pull over and charge your big rig when you're hauling a load down I-35. And and they yeah. will haul the load, but they don't have battery capabilities right. to that. And then when the battery wears out, what are you going to do with a battery? You're going to have bi- batteries piled up. Mm-hmm. You have to dig holes in the ground and dump all these batteries in the holes in the ground. And, you know, five million years from now, somebody's going to be digging and go, dang, dang, watch that. Oh, it's a battery. Oh, a whole bunch of batteries here, but they buried mm-hmm. in the ground. I, I feel, like anything else, uh, that it should j- j- just be an option. That's right. You know, just uh, I option. agree with that. You know, I, I don't have a problem with that. I think it's wonderful to have as many options as possible. That's it. And let the free market yeah. decide what we're yeah, going to what do. Happens, and right. the free market can decide if we're going to do that or not. Plus, the lunacy of the whole thing, because you're still running on rubber tires that were made out of what? Fossil fuels. Mm-hmm. You still got aluminum and you got plastics and you got fiberglass around you made out of what? You know? Even the battery that operates the vehicle <laughs> is made out of that. <laughs> exactly. In China. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that's the other part of this, too, that's just, it, the whole thing is ludicrous because the other part is they're making the batteries in China after they strip mine India and other countries where they have the lithium and they're just going to have to strip mine these countries. Totally destroy all everything that's beautiful about it in order to save the environment. We have to destroy, to destroy these countries. Going to make all this stuff in China with fossil fuels. They have to make it with coal plants. That's why they have three to five coal plants going on every day because they have to make the plastics. They have to do the aluminum. They have to make the fiberglass and all that kind of stuff. Then they ship it to Mexico where it's assembled in Mexico. And then sold to us in the United States, and they're firing people at Ford and Chevy and other companies in order to do this. It, it's the whole thing is lunacy. And if you want to just say we're going to allow people to buy these things, we're not going to incentivize it. Take the in- incentives off, and the free market is going to decide who wants to have these things. But you just made a great point about how many times you got to charge. Yeah, I got a friend uh, again. John Sadio was talking about the cook. You know, uh, he he drives to uh, New Mexico a couple times a year. Takes his truck, tows a trailer. He stops one time, yep. once. Mm-hmm. I just had family members come back in a tiny little podunk, the tiny little thing of a Tesla. You know, right. and they're wealthy. They paid a lot of money for it, so it's not a big deal to them because they they got they got tons of money. But they come back the same from the same state, New Mexico, to the same place. You know, Texas, they live in Austin, and they had to stop four times yep. to charge up. Mm-hmm. And not direct, they had to go over here, they yeah. have to follow the Tesla map. Right. You did that, yep. and then over here, and then over there, instead of driving straight to Austin, they had to go 47 different places in order yeah. to, to, to fill up. There really aren't any charging stations on I-10, but once you get past, you know, <laughs> once you get past the, you know, a certain area of San Antonio, there's really no place to charge. You have the occasional, you know electric vehicle charger that is at a hotel or whatever. Yeah, but that takes a long, long time. Right, right. Mm-hmm. you got to plug it in, go to bed, get up yeah. the next morning. And the it's still the infrastructure in, right? has to catch up before any of this is it can, can go anywhere. Well, that's good. You're talking yeah. decades. Even Elon yeah. Musk said that. That's not Trey Ware saying that. A guy no. who knows a little bit about this, mm-hmm. Elon Musk said, you're talking decades, if ever, yeah. if ever, mm-hmm. having the infrastructure. You know what little punks are doing is they're unplugging people's cars 
while they're charging. You're kidding me. No. Like in the driveways and stuff? At, at like a hotel or something. When they're asleep, yeah. they will go and unplug it so that you're inconvenienced. So the next morning you wake up and you think you're going to have a full charge and you don't have a full charge. Yeah. You know? it, can, it can happen. Good gosh. Right. Especially, you know, with my car, there's an alarm. You know, when, when somebody gets too close to it, my phone starts to buzz. Yeah. And lets me know someone's nearby. That's good. Yeah. Will it automatically shoot them with a death ray? Uh, I'm working. Elon's working on that. Good as well. because yeah. that's that's a little add-on. Now <laughs> instead of instead of six hundred dollars, that's going to be six grand. Yeah, exactly. But it might be worth it just to watch them melt. You know, I'll skip, <laughs> I'll skip the uh, self-driving software and just get the laser cannon. <laughs> or you can call Joe and tell Joe Joe Biden that is yeah. that those are MAGA supporters and he'll just get them with an F-15. <laughs> that's what he said he's going to do to MAGA supporters you're gonna get an f-15 right between the eyes okay all right no i like the death ray idea yeah it's a good one uh elon ought to put that on all of them but yeah i mean i don't see it happening but it's a good idea (laughs) well you never know you and i may be gone but i may be driving around with a death ray i have to drive through massachusetts in a few weeks so yeah i could have one of those available (laughs) quick break uh i gotta tell you about lifestyles unlimited and the way you can start making money in real estate and i like to tell you that right now man we're getting some great opportunities in real estate being able to buy real estate at el cheapo price um why? Because that's how it cycles, right? So you can get in right now, save yourself a ton of money on the front side, make yourself a ton of money, ton of money on the back side, but you got to know how to get her done, right? And that's where Lifestyles Unlimited comes in. They teach you the strategies from A to Z on investing in real estate. And they connect you with the people that are going to help you do what's right to make money investing in real estate. They do it every day. And Dale and his team have done it. David, Dale, and a whole whole group of them, they've been doing this now for over 35 years. And now they're teaching people step-by-step how to successfully invest in both single-family and multifamily properties. And they're ready to teach you. Don't let this window of opportunity close on you. Get in the ground floor of real estate investing right now. Opportunities everywhere with our friends at Lifestyles Unlimited. Just go to FinancialFreedomLivestream.com and use my name, Ware, W-A-R-E, as your promo code. FinancialFreedomLivestream.com, promo code Ware, W-A-R-E. With Trey Ware, appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Somehow, I don't think she actually believes that. (laughs) She's watching you and listening at 651 KTSA. Good morning. By the way, one final thing on the uh, California, and we'll get into it with Warren Rhyme as well coming up. California telling people not to charge their electric vehicles. When it runs, when you run out of a charge in one of those places where they don't have a charging station and you're just sunk, what you going to do? You're going to call a tow truck powered by gasoline or diesel to haul your Tesla where you can get some electricity. Yes, the Mar-a-Lago dock pick was a setup. Even the New York Times admits it. Said that yesterday when the picture was exposed. It was a total setup. The FBI set those documents on the ground, took a picture of it, sent it over to the media. CNN, MSNBC, they all jumped on it last night, ABC, all of them, and they were holding the picture up and saying, see, this is why Trump needs to go to prison for the rest of his life. He had these top secret documents right here. Look at the picture. This is it. This is the only evidence you'll ever need again. This is all the evidence you need right here. He needs to go to prison. They all did it last night. I mean, one after the other. They are so colluding with these people to move against you, actually, which is what you're going to hear tonight. As Biden speaks, his puppeteers, you know, and what they're doing is very sinister. 
There's no doubt in my mind that preparing the ground for even harsher crackdown on his political opponents. Um, because you're, you know, ultra MAGA, you know, you, you deserve a Hellfire missile out of an F-15, according to him. That's basically the only thing that's going to set everything right, man. You can't fight against the government. No, sir, don't you even try to fight against it. Who's going to stop us doing what we're doing, huh? Who? Not you. We have the F-15s, he says. So he's got a primetime address tonight. The continued battle for the soul of the nation. As if Joe Biden is going to lecture us about the soul of this nation. Here's a guy, you know, giving a speech and finds a young girl over there during a speech. How are you, baby? How old are you? How old are you? Almost double figures. He's going to talk to me about the soul of the nation, huh? I don't think so. He said in his speech the other day, for God's sake, whose side are you on? And then he went on to lie about January 6th, saying that he had thousands of people roaming through the halls of Parliament. Do we have a Parliament here? Anyway, roaming through the halls of Parliament, killing cops, left and right, killing cops everywhere. To which, if I ever had the opportunity to speak with him, and we ask every day, will the president mind coming on with Trey Ware? And he won't. He, he refuses. He won't, he won't come here. I'll, I'll talk to him on the phone if he wants to talk. But he won't do it. Nobody from the left will, because they know they're wrong and they can't stand up against truth. So, uh, yeah, the question to Mr. President is, how many police officers died on January 6th, and what are their names? You see, he can't provide that information because none died on January 6th. Only one died on January 6th, and that was Ashley Babbitt, and she was a pro-Trump supporter. But that's okay, because, you know, those are the Nazis over there, those pro-Trump people. They're the Nazis. They, they deserve an F-15 Hellfire missile, you know? It's not random wild talk. Nope. All designed for an ultimate end, deploying the administration's national strategy, counter domestic terrorism to crush the political opposition in this country. That's where they have been headed, and you're going to hear a lot of that tonight. No such thing as a semi-fascist. You're a fascist if you don't vote the way he wants you to vote. If you don't support their abortion principles, if you don't support the Green New Steel principles that they are all about, if you don't support packing the Supreme Court and getting rid of the opportunity for the minority in Congress to have a voice through the filibuster, if you don't support all of that, you're a fascist. If you stand up for individual rights and individual rule in this country according to the Constitution, you're a fascist. If you stand up for the Second Amendment, you're a fascist. If you believe that your gun rights should not be infringed, you're a fascist. If you believe that schools should be open when there's a pandemic going on because kids need to be educated and they're no threat of losing their lives from the pandemic, if you believe that, you're a fascist. If you believe that masks don't do any good, and why did we go through that whole mask thing? If you believe that we should have left our faces open or left it up to your choice instead of mandated everywhere you went, if you believe that, then you're a fascist. If you believe that churches should remain open at times like that instead of being shut down and fined for opening their doors, if you believe that the freedom of religion and free speech in this country is super important, guess what? You're a fascist. And what do you do with fascists? Well, it's kind of ironic, don't you think, that here we are, the children and grandchildren are those who actually killed real fascists, who actually killed real Nazis. And here we are as the children and grandchildren, and I'm one. I'm a grandchild of a man who killed the Nazis. 
uh, here I am, and suddenly, oh, man, I'm a fascist? <laughs> really? Because I believe in the Constitution as originally written and intended, and I believe in the amendments to the Constitution. I believe in the Fourth Amendment, that they can't come in and raid your home. So, yes, uh, that's what you're going to hear tonight from an out-of-control president and an out-of-control government who the real fascists are. They're in the White House. The real fascists are there. They're the ones who are controlling what kind of car you can drive in California. Even though you can't plug it in and charge it up, that's it. They're the ones who are controlling what kind of fertilizer now farmers get to use and how much it costs their diesel. They're the ones who are controlling all of that, driving up food costs. And, well, as I told you about tomatoes, a scarcity of tomatoes now, which is used in a whole lot of cooking. And they're the ones who shut down the country during a pandemic. They're the ones who tell you how to live your life every single day. And yet, we're the fascists. Yep. That's what you're going to hear tonight. So don't even worry watching the old man tonight. He's an old geezer. Doesn't even know what day of the week it is. It's going to be a waste of your time. But I'll tell How you, are you, baby? Yeah, that's How it. old are you? How old are you, baby? Doesn't How old are you? Make you want to puke, don't it? Almost double figures. Almost 10. You're almost 10. Good for you. Back in a minute. Where in Rima coming up? KTSA.